this is the second part of Mohit and Vatsal's conversation with Akshay about their journey as startup founders. In the first part, they spoke about the journey of building Runner and eventually getting acquired by Zomato. And we highly recommend that you listen to that episode if you have not done so already. In this episode, they talk about the journey of starting up again after the acquisition. Mohit and Vatsal's current venture is Ultra Human, which operates on the intersection of fitness and technology. We live in a data-rich world today. You have access to rich quantitative data to help you decide about almost anything, be it a restaurant you want to visit or a product you want to buy online. But the human body still remains in a data-dark space. And Ultra-Human is fixing this by giving you access to your metabolic data in real time to help you make better decisions about your exercise and diet regimen. Ultra-Human is a global pioneer in the field and here are Mohit and Vatsal talking about the second time journey of being founders. So I took a break. I didn't have any like any sort of like ideas to work upon. So I thought that maybe I'll just take a break and I was very fond of martial arts. So I took a break, went to uh, this camp called Tiger Muay Thai, which is like a martial arts camp in Thailand. So it's, it's a camp where on one side you have the mountain and on the other side you have the beach. So you can train all day six, seven hours and with martial artists and essentially you you go out and chill, right? I mean, that's what that's what I did for some time. And while I was doing that, I was speaking to Watsal almost on a daily basis, thinking about like what, what are things that we could do because I was physically very stimulated, obviously, because of the, all the training, but mentally I was not, right? I mean, I wanted to build something new. So we discussed a bunch of things that we could do around remote work, around virtual tools and our conversations used to always end at the world of health and fitness. Like how can we build something in that space where, or actually not even building in that space, we used to start start talking about like, oh, this is what's happening in health and fitness. These are the new type of companies and the things that people are doing. This is a new technology that we could try out. So we found a common pattern across maybe 20, 30 of our discussions and said like, oh man, like I think we're just talking about this. Let's let's build something in this space. Uh and what were the trends you were seeing? Like, like the variables trend, was that what yeah. like you saw that that's becoming a big trend or? Yeah. So basically largely smart data around fitness, uh, diverging into smart variables and smart gyms or home gyms essentially. But we saw like Peloton. the Pelotons of the world, donors of the world, uh, Whoop emerging or all of these companies. And it's really interesting to see because it, it, just one year back, uh, or a couple of years back, you would just hear of like the gyms and your calorie trackers and your step trackers. And suddenly there is this purge of new companies going deeper into the biology of human being. And it's really interesting as a science student that you, you always want to learn more about your body. You want to learn more about the universe around you. So from a scientific curiosity perspective, it felt really interesting to read about these companies. The research, meet athletes who are using this speak to the researchers. That's what we did, did by the way. Spend our time doing all of these things and realize that there is so much to human values that we don't know and about, like we know more about our car, cars than basically our own body. So yeah, right. that also, was the genesis of... Yeah. Theory. While you were discussing also, what you figured was that like health as a spectrum, it's currently broken. It's like one side there are hospitals and, and the other side there are gyms, right? So those are two extreme ends, right? When Whenever someone wants to Let's say they think about being healthy. They are like, oh, I need to hit the gym. But but the answer is not, in fact, that we were also reading a lot of books and, and talking to a lot of researchers. And, and all of them said that it's not about, oh, you go to the gym 
and then only will become fit. Actually, most of the longest living people, they don't have a gym in their community. It's always you being active, eating clean, right? But what's, how do you kind of get that to the consumer? It's, it's a very, very difficult problem. You could always say, oh, sleep well, eat healthy and you'll be healthy. But what are these things, right? What is healthy? There is no definition of it. Right? Everything is so so hard to kind of uh, comprehend. And, it, it, and, and that, that was the problem as well, right? Where people, whenever they start on this journey, they're all lost, right? Because there are so many things. There are so many protocols, so many trainers talking about, oh, this diet, that diet. Which which direction should a user take is, 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 is a very hard problem, right? And it still is, if you look at it. Someone wants to start on their health and fitness journey. It's all over the place. They don't know where to go, what, what they need to do. And, and that is what you wanted to solve. Your user, you know, can start off their journey in an unbiased format. It's not like oh, it's driven by someone's agenda of selling a protocol or selling a, you know, like a supplement or a diet. It has to be unbiased. It has to be technology. Looking at your body and telling you, oh, this is what you, if you do this, this is what it will help you in that. And, 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 and of course, a lot of iterations and stuff came up with the, What was the basic uh, product idea that you had? Like, okay, you, you figured out that there is, it is possible to get a lot more information about your body and then you figure out that the current products in the market are either like gym oriented or like hospitals. So, so like w- what was your product idea? like? So we, we wanted to bring back objectivity to individual's health journey, right? So while all methods work individually for people, like for example, going to a gym is not a bad answer for most people. Eating like let's say a balanced meal is not a bad answer for most people, but it's about the minimum effective dosage or the precise dosage that you need to actually get better with your health journey. So why is this required? Because most people are unsuccessful with their health journey. If if there were great answers out there, most people would have been successful and then there would be a last mile of 20% left, which is finding it hard. But if you look at almost 95% of people struggle with their health, one issue or the other, and just maybe 5% of hyper-motivated people make it. So how do you, I mean, if you have a problem where most people don't make the cut, or most people are not getting the right answer for themselves. We felt the best answer is to to actually show people the reality, which is the data, and let people decide and find out the best answer for themselves. So if people can see for themselves, even that there are so many nutritional like methods and uh, diets and exercise protocols out there, if people can see their own data and decide by themselves, that is probably a platform way to help everyone, right? Because you might not like strength training, you might like cardio you might want to play sports you might want to like just be more active and walk uh, and and invest in your sleep so you could be any of these people and then arrive at the same or similar health outcome and not be boxed by a solution which is basically oh i just have to go to the gym or i just have to take nutraceuticals or so because the reason was that everybody's unique everybody's biology is unique our lifestyles are unique our stress levels are unique so giving people awareness of their own state of their body and showing them data was the, the approach that we took. And that's why blood glucose, that's why I'm thinking about building our own variable as well very, very soon. So, yeah. Okay. So, how would what you built be different from, say, an Apple Watch, which also gives you information about your body or your health? Like, like w- what did you want to build, which was not already being done by the, the more mainstream variable products? So, Apple Watch is a variable and what we are building is a bio variable so the difference really is that we we get in more biological like more layers of biological data like 
even apple watch for example started getting into heart rate uh, variability and other factors but then we went a step deeper and said that why don't we look at the the uh, the factors that affect your metabolism like for example the levels of your glucose or like state of your nervous system through hrv and uh, heart rate variability so yeah so heart rate variability is is a marker of your nervous system essentially so you can tell you whether you are parasympathetic or sympathetic so it is also a stress marker what are these tells parasympathetic sympathetic Sure. So basically, uh, parasympathetic and sympathetic. So when your sympathetic body is sort of like in fight or flight mode, where you're parasympathetic, you're in the rest and digest mode in some ways. And the ideal thing is to actually be in balance, right? You can't be in rest and digest always. You can't be in fight or flight always. And in uh, in current society, uh, generally we we have this imbalance in our lives that we are too much in fight or flight, like we are too much stressed, or we are always running and and we are not taking enough. rest or basically we are too rested we don't have any stimulus that's also a problem so hrv can give you a view of that balance of where you are and similarly blood glucose more is not good less is also not good because glucose is like a it's not so glucose people think that people sometimes think that oh glucose is a negative term because it's associated with diabetes but it's also just like things in nature nature cares about balance it does not care about more or less so human physiology ensures that you need to have glucose in the optimum levels if you have more glucose in your blood stream then you have higher insulin levels as well which leads to downstream issues in your body around your cholesterol being oxidized which leads to potentially leads to arteries getting blocked right so i mean i'm just over simplifying the phenomena and some uh, medical doctors might want to punch me but but this is a this is a phenomena this is a valid legit phenomena but so more is not good less is also not good because glucose is, is a fuel of your brain so if you're underfueled and we're all people who are cognitive species right so we want to think we want to perform we want to create new art so if we are underfueled then that's also not okay and the fuel does not just come from your food it also comes from your your liver trying to create or basically your body trying to create more glucose either in the liver or through muscles etc so that's why glucose biomarker is interesting because it's a real time biomarker it can tell you uh, what foods were metabolically healthy for you which foods are the ones that need more optimization we are it's it's important more important the latest or the modern context because we're living in the era where we we probably have absolutely the least amount of visibility now in terms of the amount of hidden stuff that's there in our food right because of the all the crazy food engineering that has happened over the last few years and decades so if you can't see what you're putting into your mouth or your into your body you can at least see the response of your body right because the first part is highly misleading it's shadowed by all the fancy marketing and all the uh, all the brand that people have the, the fmcg companies have created but you can at least for yourself evaluate what's good for you and what's bad for you instead of believing in something that oh this grain is amazing for me or this is the healthy this healthy term is being over abused across all brands and all systems across the world so how do you figure out what's great for you so that's yeah. and also there's a primary thesis what, yeah yeah and also what we figured was that most lot of the research that says okay this grain is great or or this this food ingredient is great it's you like people don't read who's funded that research as well right so there is there could be a hidden agenda about everything right and and again like you, know, you get to know from products from someone you don't know if that person is also selling that product so now if you have a benchmark that you do with your body right doesn't matter it might that that product might impact someone differently but but what is the impact of that on you is is something that is that is so unique right and and 
and that is what we want to get at that that it's it's your journey right it's no no one else's journey it's not a blog it's not a youtube video that you do and you will see the results and you'll have you know the best state of your body it's it's about your journey and and you need to take it you need to iterate over it let's say you love something but it is bad for you now how do you get that into your life you have to make sure that it's still there in your life right you can't say that okay if i stop eating that today you already are diseased right you already already cannot consume your favorite foods so that's that's not the answer it can't be right we, as a community we have been growing eating and enjoying food and every community has that so that that cannot like be said that okay that's that's not the culture that you should follow it has to be like along with something so like uh, how does a bunch of non medical folks go about building a health tech product i mean you it, you don't have that academic training into the space so so how did you go about actually building a, a robust product with like which was backed up by some science around it and all of that like the two layers to it one is that this naturally has you can say an anti barrier to this industry has an anti barrier to this which is you need to be well read to some extent about the space even if you don't have academic qualification you need to basically understand what are the modern practices to understand that the best place is actually to look at let's say evolved markets and look at like what sort of health products are people using so as as an internet entrepreneur uh, this is your strength as a researcher this might not be my strength but as an internet entrepreneur this, this is my strength i can understand new businesses new age businesses internet businesses in a much better way that was one stream of learning the other stream of learning was more traditional which is we had to learn physiology ourselves we had to go through loops of uh, learning human biology we had to go through our loops of going deep into the subject ourselves microbiology human biology physiology all the popular subjects as well like the like the usual 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 stuff around uh, let's say if you read david sinclair's book lifespan or basically all the new andrew huberman stuff etc 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 but also the the ones that are taught in the medical schools because you're you're essentially working with folks from the industry who are top researchers doctors coaches and even if you don't have the same level of knowledge should have the base entry level of knowledge to actually have a informed conversation so so it did take some entry barrier course but i think apart from that as well it took us months and months and months and months of learning and it is still ongoing experience and we believe that's that's going to be our strength in fact like we're starting from a place which is not academic but i think eventually this is going to be a strength that we are going to play upon that internet entrepreneurs learning more about human biology and learning more about medical sciences because we are coming from an information age and era we could learn faster and we could learn more practical stuff because we are working with more practical folks essentially we are working with people who have who have actually seen more clinical trials than natural red theory so mm-hmm. so that's that's how we feel about the learning and problem here you have the benefit of the outsiders ability to question assumptions which like uh, someone from the system may not be questioning assumptions as much as an outsider would yeah i mean that's that's definitely an advantage but at the same time like i think the unless we are we have the minimum base level of knowledge we can't ask intelligent questions so we have to there, there has to be some level of qualification for asking intelligent questions okay so y- your thesis was to build something which empowers the user with data um, and like saying glucose or hrv like like these were the two main things and like how did you go about building that like so everything for that actual hmm. everything so we believe that so these are biomarkers right these are markers for your own biology you can read and understand these markers to understand in an objective way how your body functions and we believe there are two types of biomarkers one is the dynamic biomarkers that ones that change 
real time with your lifestyle. So, for example, I eat something, this biomarker changes. Glucose, I get, I get stressed, the other biomarker changes. HRV, for example. And uh, you work out, that also causes the HRV to change. Absolutely. And also glucose to change because of gluconeogenesis. So, these are the dynamic biomarkers. Sleep is also a dynamic one. It changes on a daily basis because you have to actually sleep to see sleep biomarker. But then there are static ones as well. I mean, this is sort of like an internal classification, but the static ones are the ones that are also moving, but they don't move as fast, essentially. So, for example, my couple of months period, like... Yeah, my LDL levels or my cholesterol levels or essentially my biological age, telomeric age, for example, or basically my microbiome status. All of these things take time to change because they are they they happen over months and weeks and not essentially over, over minutes and hours, essentially. So, for example, today, I can decide... I can switch from fat burning to carb burning mode by doing five or six different things. Or I could, for example, uh, get a mega insulin spike earlier in the day and then all my fat burning gets shut in the body. I can do that. The, the response and the outcome is instant. Whereas if I want to change a microbiome, I can't warm my microbiome and basically expect my gut to change right today. I have to do it gradually, right? Because you can eat, you can eat antibiotics and, and do it. <laughs> that you can do. I'm saying not in a symbiotic way, not not in a way that is sustainable. So because it's a your microbiome is almost like a like a like a colony and and a colony of people, for example. And if you go one fine day and they said, "Oh, get the fuck out," like all of you guys, so that's going to be a backlash. And but if you can tell people that, oh, we are getting in more interesting people in the colony, and then you guys basically should extend your colony or let's find peace the middle ground that's a much more gradual way so so that's that's one way to think so like what is the product you built around measuring all of this like like, tell me about that actual what, what you have built so far like the first thing that we built is this it's on the arm can you see it it's a patch the glucose patch we burn the glucose biosensor it it starts transmitting glucose to your smartphone the the glucose data that we pick we apply algorithms on top and generate insights. Insights that seem or basically can tell you more about how your glucose variation during sleep or what your glucose variation, uh, variation during sleep would mean or post-food means for you essentially. So how glucose varies post-food and post-activity, post-sleep, mid-sleep means different things. So all these things are different algorithms and different views or lenses to look at glucose. Obviously, people don't, can't remember these things. So we applied these algorithms and created a score called the metabolic score. The metabolic score is a score out of 100 and higher the score, better your state of metabolism. All right. So what you're trying to do on a daily basis in real time is that you're trying to increase your score as much as possible, right? Because the higher the score. higher the score, the more... No, so fat burning is a much more complex phenomena. So higher the score more balanced your state of metabolic health is which basically means in in simple terms you don't have enough like i mean the factors could be things like you don't have a lot of glucose variability your glucose is fairly stable which basically means your insulin response will also be stable which means that your average glucose is not on the higher side it's on the lower side so body is doing a great job in terms of managing glucose so to remember body does not want a high level of glucose it does not also want a low level of glucose it wants to modulate and to to moderate and modulate glucose, essentially it uses insulin. So, it's insulin is like insulin is like a carrier molecule, right? So it picks up glucose and tra- transports it to places or cells where you can use glucose to to actually use it as fuel, essentially. So, body is moderating it, but when it fails to moderate because we're overconsuming food, overconsuming types of food that are non-healthy metabolically, not sleeping well. So, if you don't sleep well, 
body becomes more insulin resistant, right? So your body has insulin, you have glucose, but the same insulin stops working for you because body becomes more insulin. Lack of sleep creates insulin resistance, basically. So those are the things that start happening and a glucometer can actually preventively tell you, like the glucometer and the algorithms that we have built, which we call Cyborg as a platform, can preventively tell you how much more optimization scope you have in your metabolism or your state of metabolic health. Now, why is this important for somebody who does not have a problem? Is because you can, on one spectrum, avoid all the diseases that, by the way, affect almost 90% of our population. It's not like most, we have a higher probability of getting a metabolic disorder than not today as as like as the citizens of the world. So 88% of the world has one sort of the other metabolic disorder. So this metabolic disorder could be diabetes, pre-diabetes, hypertension, obesity, some sort of visceral damage etc. Fatty liver, all of that. Men have a slightly higher chance. But even in women, for example, PCOS is a huge problem, right? Gestational diabetes is a huge problem, right? So that's that's one side of, of optimization. The other side is your energy levels, right? Your If your metabolism is not functioning well, your energy levels are going to be not very stable. They're going to spike, dip, spike, dip. You wouldn't have the right amount of focus levels. You don't have the right amount of fat burning capabilities as well. Fat burning, though, just to qualify, is... A, much more complex phenomena. Actually, to be honest, it's simple and complex at the same time. It's also thermodynamic equation. So if you're consuming more calories, but your metabolism is working well, eventually metabolism will give up and you will you will eventually gain fat. But if your calories are under control and you're watching your state of metabolic health, that is the best state So for, for your body, potentially. It's, it's a good enough state, basically. So so for a, for a, for a non-diseased individual, it's about avoiding disease, but also living a much better quality of life. We have athletes who are actually trying to hit their personal best or trying to improve their focus via glucose monitoring. Athletes who are trying to lift more by understanding how glucose metabolization in the body works. Because it's not just physical strength that that gets affected, but also mental capabilities, cognitive capabilities. Because glucose is also, remember, the fuel for your brain. So, so that's, how, that's how we think about the product. That's how the product works today. In the future, you can expect us to add more biomarkers and uh, yeah, more dynamic and also static ones. Like how do you know more about your microbiome? How do you know more about the state of your, basically uh, the state of your uh, blood biomarkers? So that would be, you come to the platform and you can go as deep as possible, right? Because you're, you're, you're trying to live a better quality of life and it's and it, it will take some effort to, to, to undo some damage and also to get to the level where you can perform higher. So... If you like to hear stories of founders, then we have tons of great stories from entrepreneurs who have built billion-dollar businesses. Just search for the Founder Thesis Podcast on any audio streaming app like Spotify, Ghana, Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show. How did you actually build this? Like, did you have to, like, do, like, an R&D and build something from scratch or was there something already available which you I mean so like for example if today someone wants to launch a smartphone then you know that okay there is a supply chain in China where you can go and figure it out but how do you launch a glucose patch like yeah so the technology is a 20 year old technology in terms of the hardware and the form factor has improved recently like last five to eight years but the software side the information layer etc is fairly recent and traditionally, it's been used for diabetes reversal. Initially, it was used for type 1 diabetes management, right? So it's it's still being like largely used for type 1 diabetes management. But then the type 2 folks realized that glucose is an interesting biomarker. Let's use it for reversal as well or for managing type 2 diabetes. We are bringing it to general lifestyle. So what we had to do was to actually study 
all lifestyle papers and essentially understand like for for the non disease population how what does glucose actually mean so that's what we had to go deep into and for that we had to actually start with sports scientists than doctors because sports scientists are actually at the cutting edge of human performance they're not trying to help people reverse a disease but they're trying to help people live a better quality of life or to perform better so we started with sports scientists like basically who had formal sports science degrees had basically exercise physiology background etc and then we started adding more layers of medical doctors you'd see that medical doctors are more fact oriented obviously sports science are more experimentated it's a good balance right you want to have both people in your team people who can tell you the truth up front and people who can actually uh, say that oh we can take this risk potentially so that's what we did over the last 15 18 months got a good balanced team into the picture around sports science and medical team medical panel and we are from we, we are internet entrepreneurs so we have this power of being able to think and wear both hats basically the the idea that we can learn everything is is and anything if you put in enough effort is what we believe in so so that's why we have been able to sort of like strike a balance and that's what it takes but in terms of like you're selling a physical product so how did you figure that out like what do you mean do you manufacture this in house or you like the glucose patch like we don't manufacture it in house we partner with oems oems like avid texcom vitai all of these folks essentially these are some of the largest companies in this space and we 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 partner with them and then we essentially help people use the products and drive it sites the software layers are the information layers are but but like you're not selling it as uh, like a branded product of your own but you are like like what google does like the android os is theirs but like you can use a samsung phone to access android os or you can use a oneplus like is that what you do or so i think it's 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 slightly more complex than that the idea really is that, that the fact that we we need to we need to have it's a medical device first of all right so if it's a medical device people need to have substantial amount of trust on the system before using something like this so that's how we went with our trusted partner who has basically tested this product with thousands and potentially millions of people and the hardware question is out of the, out of the box and out, out of the question hardware thing is out of the question and then people have to just start forming trust on the software layer and the insights layer so that's how we started yes but, but so you're not selling it under your like this is not like this and carry your branding it carries the branding of the partner or like so the way to think about this is that yes it does carry the uh, branding of the partner as well because people should know what uh, they deserve to know obviously so when this uh, data about glucose comes in how do you know that uh, this data is coming after he ate something or this data is coming after he exercised or this data is coming while he is sleeping how, how how are you able to figure that stuff out and so this glucose monitor transmits glucose real time Uh, almost real time into your smartphone and then when when you eat something you most probably get a spike if if you if it has a glucose or carbs in it essentially right sometimes even proteins so so in these three scenarios your glucose will spike and we nudge the user to tell us that what what happened sometimes during exercise also it spikes because of gluconeogenesis so we ask the user to ask that oh what really happened and the user tells us uh, that oh this is what happened and that's how we get to know you don't need to record it for everything you need to record only when you get a spike that's one the the second behavior is that people also integrate with third party platforms like workout platforms and that integrate those things integrate with our platform essentially like for example apple health we integrate with apple health so the data is in apple health that gets automatically picked up and that tells us 
where section of the curve what really happened so especially for workouts the workouts show up directly and we know that this is how your glucose varied during the workout and this is why you feel exposed because of how your glucose worked yeah and so those that is like what google maps would give you like are you at this place and something like that i guess that's a good way to say it so it's very contextual basically when you hit a spike only then the platform will or you have a different type of spike like basically the shape of the spike is not extremely sharp but it is like sort of like long like large area under the curve and the nudge is different so it's it's extremely personalized like if you and i put on the same hardware and have the same access to the same app my insights would be extremely different than yours because it depends totally on like everything almost right and even the stress levels for example today if i'm more stressed today my response is going to be poorer than the other day what all insights does a consumer get one is of course like a score and he, there is some sort of gamification to make the consumer hit a better score what else besides that like so the score is one and we have something called the metabolic vectors the metabolic vectors are you can say the same algorithm the same metabolism algorithm verticalized into three different use cases one is the athletic fueling use case the second is the productivity or the focus use case and third is the longevity use case so how can you look at glucose and uh, for example live longer so that's longevity so we use certain factor called the circadian factor for example so how it's gamified is that we have put it in a triangle which we call the ultra angle so if you're if you're if you want to live longer have good levels of focus and also an athlete i should get a perfect shape so the more perfect shapes you get uh, the more balanced you are in terms of your physiology and goals so that's one other way yeah. but so if you like and, and and yeah and also also i think not just the the factors but but i think just in glucose there are so many factors built in let's say for example you have you had a coke and and how your uh, body reacted to coke is like there will be a sharp rise in the sharp fall so so we kind of capture all of those and tell you that there's 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 been a crash in your glucose and now you you you'll feel hungry because because you've had a crash so uh, so it becomes very very contextual and deep as you start using the platform like for example if you had two three spikes during the day we of course this is that and tell you that hey your your variability has been on on an uptrend that means okay you've been partying now is the time to get back on your routine so there are a lot of these you know micro nudges that you will you will start getting as in when you when you use the platform right everything is like being captured while you sleep now in during sleep how how your glucose should be and how it is today and how the trend was basically something that only a machine can do you can't look at it and say okay oh yes it was fine today it's not fine because because it's deeply embedded into that into that data stream so so you could start doing stuff like recommending it's time to eat something uh, or even recommending what kind of food to eat and yeah. because the glucose is low so the consumer will feel hungry in a cup yeah. in like <laughs> a little while so so before he does something like snacking he should eat something healthy there's so many possibilities like i mean you're yeah you're looking at health as a as a all day activity then a one hour at the gym activity so the, you have so many optimization uh, vectors is actually right throughout the day like eating an hour early has so many compounded benefits like compared to like most things that people do for example if you're eating at 10 pm every day just try eating at 9 pm for a few days and see because your body will be able to digest food in a better way and then your sleep quality will be better which improves your insulin sensitivity which improves your food response and which will give you better energy levels and which will prompt you to eat a little earlier essentially so it's sort of like a physiology is interesting because it's sort of like a connected wheel so if you just move one leg and then everything moves together and uh, so is this like a prosumer 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 i don't know how to pronounce that word but like a pro consumer product or is it 
for a lay consumer, like, are you looking at people who are like real enthusiasts to adopt this or like what, what is, who's the product for? So everybody who is curious about the health. So people who are more objective and curious, the platform for them. We, if we speak to 10 people around us and ask them the question that, do you want to live a healthier quality? Do you want to be more healthy? Everybody says yes. But within that set, you have people who are more curious, right? They want to uh, approach it in a new way because unfortunately, most people are unhealthy or they are struggling with their progress in fitness, right? So we, we spoke about the 95 and 5 ratio, right? So out of these 95 people out of 100, if people want to commit to a new method and an objective method, we are a platform for them. If not today, then tomorrow. That's how we think about it because everybody wants to live a great quality of life. There's potentially everybody wants a great quality of life and wants to have good energy levels, wants to uh, be devoid of disease. There's this famous saying, right? That uh, a healthy body has thousand needs, or a sick body only has one. So, so essentially nobody wants to fall sick eventually. So falling sick should be an option for people eventually uh, in the next few years, maybe. So that's what we want to get to. That health, being healthy should be an option. Today, you don't have that option. Today, you're bombarded with confusing stuff all around. So can you take objective measures and, and find your path which works for you. That's that's probably the, the best way. Okay. And, and what does it cost? It, they, they would be like a one-time cost for the patch and then a subscription, I guess. So it's we don't have a subscription yet, but you can purchase 14 days of monitoring for 5,000 bucks and around three months monitoring for I think around 24,000 bucks and one year is uh, close to a lakh. So these are the three. Generally, we see uh, people taking the one, taking the three month or the one-time sensor. The people who don't know about the product, they take the one-time sensor and then they understand, oh, this is how it affects me and then they take the three-month one. And only the the one that you're calling prosumer or people who are actually on a mission to change their uh, life completely, uh, transform their body, they take the yearly one, which is basically, like for the next one year, I'm committed to my fitness goal. They, they take the yearly one. So, uh, 14 days because the patch lasts for 14 days. Like That is correct. Why? Why does it last for 14 days? Is it a battery thing or is it a, I mean, what's the reason? Why why can't you get a patch which lasts longer? Good question. We want to get the patch that lasts longer. But today, the patch has a bioenzyme that can only uh, survive within the skin for 14 days. And beyond 14 days, the, the efficacy and the accuracy reduces. So the hardware manufacturers have put an upper limit of 14 days. In case of some other OEMs, it's also 10 days, for example. And there are OEMs that have a 90-day patch as well. But then we went ahead with the one that was a good trade-off, essentially, like good accuracy and good variability and uh, all of that. I mean, you're not getting that lifetime customer value benefit. I mean, if people are doing 14 days and then three months, then what, what after three months? So it's, it totally depends on people and the use case, right? Right. So we, we, are, we are in preventive. So we, we want, we will see positive churn as well for, from people, right? It's not like positive churn is bad because the fact that if people are, what we should be curious about, careful about is that are people deriving enough value? So if people are deriving enough value in three months, they're getting healthier, they understand more about their life. It's a great outcome. Why should I change somebody and say that, oh, please use it for a year. It doesn't make sense. The The concept is minimum effective dosage. So it's it's it has to be used in a spare, sort of like in, like in a way that you, you require the minimum amount of effort and you get to your goals. Now, people are naturally aging. Everybody ages, right? So obviously over the years, if people derive value, they'll come back and, and say that, oh, I need to do another straight with you because I need to commit to my health again. But the the, the bottom line across everything, whether it's a one-year user, three-month user, even a 14-day user, the idea is to deliver value for them within that time duration. If we deliver value, 
that's our goal. I mean, if we end up being a product that people buy and hang their clothes on, then we could have done everything else, anything else. But we want to be a company that people use the product for. Like we, we don't we want to be a company that people forget after buying. So so that's a that's a ethical constraint that we're putting on in terms of how we think about products. But like, like from a long-term perspective, wouldn't you want to have some play to, uh, like you've got a customer in, you had them download the app, uh, the app is just lying idle on the phone. Wouldn't you want to have some some sort of wait for that engagement to be continuous, regular, even after that three-month period is over? I mean, getting people to download an app is like a, I mean, there is a spend that has gone on it. It's a certain amount of asset that you're creating if there are 10,000 people who've downloaded your app. So, sure. I mean, you know, what? So we're thinking of a coaching model. We're thinking of a way to give people actionable data beyond their journey as well. Though, to be honest, the, the most change you make is during the journey because you're being monitored, right? So you have to make a change. You're accountable to yourself. But at least 20% or at least 20% of that would be achieved by being off the sensor as well. So trying out a few experiments around that. Like uh, how do people think, right? When when they're off the sensor, and can we can we make them think, retain some of the learnings that they had during this trip, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like what Goki did, like coaching in that sense. Like a... so, I'm not aware what they did, but I think in this case we would love to basically help them, like from their glucose data, because there's a lot of data on people in terms of how they consume their food, how much workout they get, etc. We'd love to uh, create like a food strategy for them, for example. How should they be eating? Should they be eating within a time window? Should they be eating across uh, different hours? Because if people, some people are not so great with fasting because they turn hypoglycemic during late evening. So they should eat more frequently and even like two, three hours before sleep. But if somebody is fat adapted and they're pretty cool, metabolically flexible, they can eat within like a four hour window and still be chill. So, so what is your food strategy? What grains work for you? which grains you should probably avoid, how much carb you should be eating and how much protein and fats you should be eating based on the goal that you have and how to eat these in moderation. And if you want to include nuts, for example, in your diet, how should you be including these? All these are valid questions and it's not a diet, to be honest. It's a food strategy that we're talking about, right? And it's an evolving strategy because your body is changing. We, do, we don't realize this. It's a, you're aging, your body is changing, right? So our, our need of healthy fats today is different from five years back and then 10 years back, even a few months back, depending on how I'm, I'm metabolizing fats, this need changes. So, so yeah, that's what the platform take care of, takes care of. So th- this food strategy sounds pretty, like it sounds like a massive opportunity, right? I mean, there is a such a massive industry around diets, be it influencer-led or books or subscriptions or like even going to dietitian whatever so that's like a pretty massive market so so like, like are you planning to do a human-led approach or like pure algorithm based approach or what like what will that look like that food strategy product we don't know yet so we'll probably do a combination uh, of these two we'll start with the answer that 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 looks like that something that works for people and then make it scalable and that would be like a subscription model i guess like a monthly subscription for uh personalized food strategy could be that or it could be something that comes along with your subscription today or with your purchase today okay okay like you pay twenty four thousand and you get say yeah maybe for a full year with with a patch every quarter or something like that like yes. some sort of a yeah that sounds pretty amazing okay okay and how, how, how are you doing customer acquisition like today it is completely organic because we have a wait list 
and what happens is uh, wait list of 30,000 plus people and what happens is people when they put on the patch they post it on twitter or instagram and uh, when they post it more people want the patch so that's how the growth engine works today and so that's what we have been trying to fulfill as much as fast as possible yeah okay but but why do you have a wait list is it like a supply constraint of patches or like a strategy no it's it's a, it's a combination of us trying to ship the most reliable platform to people in increments so that so let's say for example theoretically if you uh, ship out 10000 invites today and all 10000 people tell you the same thing that oh this feature was not working for me then what have you learned you haven't learned much but if you ship it to 1000 people they tell you five things that don't work and five things that work and then you fix those five things that don't work and ship it to the next 1000 then you as a platform have learned much more so that's one reason and then there is a supply constraint as well but it's a combination of these two okay, okay. essentially it's a way to do fast iteration like, like keep keep doing small batches improve and then yeah that's what private beta is therefore yeah but, but how, how did you get such a large volume how did you kick start it like was it just like you put out a tweet saying that we are now in beta mode and then yes people applied and then it just like snowballed from there this how it happened the exactly exactly this tweet. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing and i think you've been covered by a lot of global publications also are you like largely doing it for indian market or are you shipping across the globe filled with for the world we believe this is a global like, problem right from from now also or like not yet we are increasingly finding ways to scale to the us market and the middle east market so that's that's how we think okay and like how did you fund this like what have you raised fund so far tell me about that we raised uh, 25 million dollars in two rounds our seed was 7.5 and then we raised 17 million dollar round recently yeah so that's that's what we have raised and what, what what was the like the the second round happened pretty fast like after the seed round like what was was it the traction so far or what what was it yeah the traction user love organic interest around the brand like basically the the ability to create a novel method and algorithm the ip essentially all of these factors good and who were the investors on capital like so nexus uh, bloom falconage and steadview so these are the four some of these diets which you know i i just want to like care from you if if are, are they fad do they actually work like say you have this one meal a day kind of a thing or intermittent fasting and do do things like that improve your metabolic score or do they make it worse all of these things work each one of these diets work the question you have to ask is that do these work in the longer run for you as a lifestyle right so can you can you do this for 20 years can you do keto for 20 years you can't right so so do you want to do this for 3 months so it's a tool is what people should realize so being in the ketogenic mode is not a bad thing but if it's a time like bound thing and you want to sort of like do some sort of insulin fasting and essentially do not have glucose spikes for a long long time and are tr- trying to change your body composition for some time these are not bad things but if you're thinking that this will become your lifestyle then this is a mistake if you like the founder thesis podcast then do check out our other shows on subjects like marketing technology career advice books and drama visit the podium.in that is t h e p o d i u m .in for a complete list of all our shows